The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. From horse and buggy to steam power locomotives and diesel engines. Now, what's next? Brains, beakers, and business. Today, 630 Chad is celebrating innovation in the capital region. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye, live from Nate's Productivity and Innovation Center. And it's a full house here this afternoon as Avenue Magazine's innovation event gets underway, uh, filling up this beautiful building, the Productivity and Innovation Center, uh, 190,000 square feet, uh, one of North America's largest innovation spaces, focused on helping Alberta organizations become more competitive. Uh, when you talk about identifying an issue and then coming up with a solution, our next uh, our next guest and what they have done is really. Uh, proof of what can be done. So Jeff Dirks is with Renew Recycling. He joins me this afternoon. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Good. Now, let's uh, let's talk about this. So there was a, a problem, an issue identified with latex paint and what to do with it to keep it out of landfills. Tell me how this all came about. Yeah, sure. So there, there are sort of extended uh, producer responsibility programs throughout the country, um, generally managed at arm's length uh, w- with the government. Uh, through different regulatory frameworks. And the whole concept is uh, take a, uh, a waste stream that um, is generally disposed of but uh, has the potential for uh, reuse and convert it to, uh, say, a commodity. So traditionally, what was happening with, uh, with latex paints? Yeah, so stemming way back, a lot of the, mater- the all of the material was simply solidified and sent to a, um, a landfill. That morphed into... Um, reuse programs where approximately 50% of the material was uh, blended, uh, tinted, and uh, uh, put back into the market as an eco-product, if we yield. Okay. And then the residual, so up to 50%, was still being disposed of. Okay, so it mainly was being disposed of. Um, and so then what did you guys come up with? Yeah, so some of the, the programs, um, we identified a, a need, and the need was disposal is expensive. So how do we, how do we take that 50% residual or un, unusable paint and convert it to a commodity? So we sort of embarked on this journey to... Um, look for options that uh, that would uh, repurpose the material so recycle versus just uh, a reuse so how do you so when you, you when you identify this problem and you're looking for the solution um, where did you find the partners to do it to, uh, and to come up with 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 an idea that works so we we, we uh, reached out and talked to some uh, practitioners in industry, some subject matter experts, we started looking at the chemistry of of latex paint and we realized that um, approximately 90% of the the chemistry within the material was actual raw feedstock for a cement, for the cement manufacturing process. So after that, the challenge became how do we we convert this liquid um, material into that commodity so it can be introduced into the cement manufacturing process Uh, and and so that's that's where the the journey really started after we figured out the 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 need how do we commoditize yeah how how did you do this so so now that is what these latex paints are being used for absolutely so we we identified a really unique um, uh, cement feedstock in specifically in the Alberta market in the capital region and uh, and and realized that we could integrate this residual material and and effectively turn it into a co- 
commodity um, to be beneficially reused. So when when you look at um, getting you know uh, this out of landfill. Do you have any numbers on, on how that is? You start smiling. Look, you just started to smile, and I think that's fantastic because, to me, that tells me that you're being successful, that this is this is working. Yeah, so we, we, we effectively uh, initiated this process roughly, I'm going to say six months ago, we, we, we were we were running, if you will. We've, um, we started out with, with one client in the Alberta market, and we've um, successfully uh, taken all the residual material throughout Western Canada in that six-month time frame. But generally, these programs were recycling or reusing about 50% of the inbound, and our facility at Renew is achieving 98% uh, wow. reuse or recycle. So did you wake up this morning and say, hey, high five, well done? <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a, lot of, a lot of time uh, and energy that, that it took, so yeah. It, well, and, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, it sounds like, oh, okay, it sounds to me like this, this, the, this just started, you've been incredibly successful, you know, so far, but there's a lot of work that goes into this in the month and the years ahead, isn't there? It just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, this, this one was about 36 months in the really? making. Really? About a year to identify um, how we could commoditize and, t- and about 24 months to, to sort of realize the vision, if, if you will. Um, but we're here now and uh, we're excited to grow this um, throughout Canada and and, um, and the objective will be to uh, to grow it throughout North America. Yeah, so that was going to be my next my next question. So success already happening, but um, yeah, what is next? Where do you go? So what are you looking at and who are you talking to now? Yeah, so we're we're still uh, we're still fine tuning um, uh, our our partners and stakeholders in the Western Canadian region. We've started chatting with some of the uh, uh, the players in the Northwest United States. Um, we haven't ventured into Eastern Canada as of yet, but uh, so we're we're moving uh, we're strategically moving uh, geographically, if, if if you will. All right. Well, best of luck, Jeff Dirks with Renew Recycling. If you want to find out more about Renew Recycling, you can check out the website at renewrecycling.com, and it's Renew R E N U E U E Recycling.com. Jeff Dirks, uh, great. This is a great story, and uh, best of luck in the future. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jalen. All right, Jeff Dirks joining me this afternoon. We'll continue this live broadcast from Nate's Productivity and Innovation Center as part of Avenue Magazine's innovation event right after this.